the object of Taxi Chronicles to sell our real riders with real stories, share their experience and enhance your life. So sit back and enjoy the journey. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we have that talented, clever, strategic thinking Omar in the house. <laughs> He's a chess player and he teaches chess children to play chess. He's been doing it for the last four years plus. So let's see what we can learn from him, why he got into it, what motivates him and how he got into it. So nice to have you here today, Omar. Yeah, thanks, Simon. Appreciate it. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So tell us, why chess? What motivates you? Why chess? Well, chess is a game I've been playing for a very long time. My dad taught me when I was about five and I took to it. And you know, there's, there's these things in life that you're good at, sorry, that you're not very good at, but you just enjoy. And for me, I think chess is that. Really? You're not very good at it? Well, I'd say I'm, I'm better- teach it now? Yeah, true. I teach it to primary school children and the job of teaching chess to primary school children is just as much about being good at teaching as it is about being good at chess, if you know what I mean. So you're uh, good at teaching, but you're not very good at chess, is that Well, I'm good, I'm good enough at chess to teach seven-year-olds. So I am pretty good, but I've never excelled at chess okay. in my personal life. Have you had any complaints? From my teaching? Yeah. All the time, they hate me. No. Really? No, no, no. <laughs> like, not really. I think I'm quite good at teaching. Yeah, it's like a different skill set, you know, communicating to kids and making it interesting for them and inspiring them and making it as fun as possible. So it's very different from being good at chess, if you know what I mean. Is this rich kids that you're teaching? No, not at all. I teach in, in state primary schools in inner city London. It's part of their curriculum. So I work for a charity called Chess in Schools and Communities. Okay. And they send tutors around different schools in London and yeah, we just teach them chess. It's part of, basically, one maths lesson a week is swapped out for a chess lesson. And so, you teach the whole class? So they lo yeah, they love it. They're like, oh yeah, we don't have to do maths, we get to do chess. Okay. It's like something new for them, you know? So what would you say are the key elements or rules for playing chess? Key elements and rules? Well, you need to learn the rules of the game. And then once you've learned the rules of the game, you need to learn how to actually plan an attack and how to balance defense and attack and how to strategize. And yeah, it can get very deep. It's a very deep game. Yeah. Okay. There's many films yeah. where chess is played yeah. and people use it for a talk, teach of life. Yeah, very true. Do you find that it's enhanced your life in that same reflect, same way? You know what, it's, in it's a very interesting question because a lot of people make parallels between chess and life. And in, th in theory, it's easy to see why, because there's like so many themes of, uh, you know, anticipating, looking ahead, being strategic, being patient, knowing when to balance attack and defense and your pieces, you know, they're like, you command them like like an army mm -hmm. but actually in my life I don't know if I if I personally could say that, that that what I've learned from chess I've applied it to my life but maybe that's because I'm I'm too I'm not mature enough for that yet maybe I'll, maybe it'll come in in later life who knows well how old are you now I'm 28 okay, okay. how old are you I'm 46 nice. how long have you been doing the taxi chronicles of about coming on three years. Oh wow, how many episodes? 900. No way! Uh, yeah, That's yeah. amazing. Uh, well, to be honest, yeah. your 
899. No way. So Seriously? the next person will be, will be the lucky nine, 900. 900. Wow. Man, that's amazing. What a cool idea. Yeah. So you and so what made you want to go for this to work for this charity? So I, I moved back to London. I'm from London. I moved back to London about five years ago, and I, I started studying music actually at university because mm. I got a scholarship to study music, and so I needed a job to you know help me pay rent and that that kind of thing. So I just found this charity and I emailed them and I just said I've got teaching experience and I love I love this game, so can I have a job please? And it was just as simple as that really. Okay, that's good. That's good. You said you moved back to London. Where did you move? I was yeah, I was living in Southampton. I was doing Teach First, which is a teachers training program. I was trying to become a secondary school teacher, but then after a year I I dropped out because it wasn't for me. I just didn't really like I don't like the lifestyle of a secondary school teacher and the training. I didn't like the training either. Well, what was wrong with it? Well, it's a stressful job extremely stressful and you have to work around the clock weekends and evenings and when you're training it's it's really difficult because you're learning an incredibly difficult skill set and it's not just teaching it's behavior management and bureaucracy and admin and lots of things and i just wasn't prepared to do that in my life but now i found a teaching job where you know i could just go into the school teach the kids and leave so the best part of teaching is the only part that I have to do, which is actually teaching the kids. You know, I don't have to do any, any paperwork. No paperwork, yeah. no paperwork, minimal planning, you know, it's great. Okay. Do you see yourself doing it for life? I'm not sure, to be honest. I think I want, I love chess and think I'd be really happy to, to work for this charity for a long time, but I have other projects on the go, you know, so. And what are those projects? I'm a musician, so I've got a band, and I make music myself on the computer. Okay. And band called? Yeah. The band is called Non Static. Non Static. Yeah. Okay. So it's an in indie. motion. Sorry? Sorry, it's an indie indie group. Yeah, we're a modern jazz group. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's good fun. Alright, that's good. And how long have you been doing that for? Been doing that for about two, three years. So you're quite creative then? I'd say I'm, I'm very creative and the thing about chess is it's a very creative game. It's a very logical game as well, so it's got both sides. Uh, um, but yeah, there's a very beautiful aspect to chess. Do you play by the way? Well, I can play chess. I yeah. haven't played chess in years. I used to play my someone who was like my little brother. He used oh, yeah. to beat me all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But and that's probably why I stopped playing it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I... Um, I can't say it. Um, I understand the purpose behind chess and I think it's really great for life skills and understanding the way you can relate things. What have you learned from playing chess and being in the band that you wish you knew when you started? Oh, kind of deep question. I guess what I've learned about being in a band is I guess a lot of like a lot of things to do with you know relationships in general because you know being in a band is like being in a family like you're all gonna squabble a bit and when there's creative differences how do you get over that and how do you move forwards as as a group and so I've learned a lot about like human psychology and about how to be uh, you know how to coexist with with close people if you have a close if you have a if you sh a shared creative vision with people mm -hmm. you need to keep a bond there mm -hmm. 
and it's easy for people to break up over silly things so it's important to communicate and all that kind of thing so I'd say yeah that and from chess to be honest I don't really know to I just love playing the game I don't think I've learned anything too deep about life from chess mm -hmm. it's just like a hobby of mine that I've turned it into a bit of a job okay that's good that's good in the band what instruments do you play I play guitar we've got a sax player saxophone we've got a keyboard player slash pianist and then we've got a drummer okay and is it just currently looking for a bassist if you're listening if you play bass okay if you've got chops okay holler at us non-static non-static on instagram okay we're looking for jazz bassists have people you, you that got... can improvise interplay and mess around with us and have a good time okay have so. you got um a album out yet we're actually releasing our first single officially 2nd of September it's going to be called Jank J-A-N-K mm -hmm. and it's going to be out on Apple Music Spotify and everything else okay that's good in the hope that an A&R person picks it up that would be nice yeah that would be cool I've um, interviewed quite a few A&R people have you? yeah so you can and they always say they're looking out for music so you could um if you, if you sift through my many episodes, yeah, I'll, I'll, then you'll find his email or you'll find his social media. Well, link. There you go. And away you go in that respect. This this Uber journey could be the making of the, my band. The catalyst. Yeah, yeah. the catalyst. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So you tired? You've had a long day. Yeah, you know what? I am tired. I've been. You know what's happened? Yeah, you can't be yawning during my interview, man. Yeah. Come on. Well, you're just giving it away now, that's, mate. That's <laughs> that's dumb, nah, man. that's disrespectful, man. <laughs> you can, you can't, you've got to edit those bits out, okay? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> no, everything gets, it all gets edited. All the, um, oh, yeah, fair the enough, fair enough. Then you just have the sound bites, yeah? Yeah. Well, I just get the flow of conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But what's happened, I was playing football on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, what position you play? I went uh, just anywhere well, really. Just whatever, I was yeah. Running around like a blue ass fly, <laughs> <laughs> and I just pulled some something twisted and snapped in my in the groin, a muscle tendon that goes from the groin from, to, to, from the leg to the groin. Yeah. And I was in the fetal position. Oh no! Like, in really bad way. So I haven't worked. Was it during since. a sprint? No, I went to kick the ball yeah. at an angle and. The thing was kind of tender already. Yeah. But that was the, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back. So it's yeah. Like, so I ended up in a fetal position. Yeah. And I was just like down. I was like, <sighs> in a real bad way, complained. Took about four people to lift me off the pitch. Damn. And then then I called the ambulance. So they kind of called the hospital. Yeah. Booked an appointment for A and E. So mm -hmm. I didn't go through ambulance, and they just took me to. Me to the uh, my mates took me to the hospital, and then I've haven't worked since then. And I've got this strap on my leg, on my right leg, yeah, where it's meant to protect that joint. But I think what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna once I drop you, I'm just gonna go home and carry on resting it. Yeah, man, you gotta rest that. Yeah, I got a, I got a job in the morning. I'm meant to do in the morning. But it's just about, you know, you can't, when you're self-employed, you can't be off work for too, too long. Yeah, I feel you. I'm oh. self-employed as well. Yeah. So you got to be realistic. And I bought... Yeah, I hope you recover soon, man. Yeah, well, thanks. Yeah. And stuff like that. What would be your advice yeah. to somebody who wants to become a chess teacher or a musician? 
Uh, don't do it, I'd say. Really? Yeah, it's a hard life. Well, why? Well, it's not very rewarding unless you're, like, financially. If you want money, don't do it. Okay. Simple as that. If you if you love chess and you love communicating, you know, if you love teaching, then great is a great job. So it's great for me because I love chess and love teaching. If you love music, then it's great because I love music. So it's a sacrifice I've had to make okay. to pursue things that I love. But to most people, you're just going to struggle and I not make much money. Something. Yeah. As an Asian person, yeah, go on. What does your parents do? Very, very good question. So my mum's not around anymore. She passed away a while so ago. My thanks, man. My dad, he wants me to make money, and I understand his perspective because he. What does he do? So he's a dentist. He's Ooh. done very well for himself. Okay. But he didn't. He started from nothing. No pressure. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> uh, my sister went and became an oral surgeon. So like they're super successful, and you know financially as well. They've done well for themselves, and they worked hard. I pursued a different path, and. Are they happy in what they do, though? I think they are happy in what they do. There's a difference between... But there's a different kind of happiness there. Yeah, well, well, you know why I say that? Because there's a difference between people who are like, look at me, Yeah. that's not happy. Yeah, you exactly. I mean? Because if you see them studying dentistry stuff at home or yeah. noticing things and want to talk about it all the time, yeah. then that you can see someone has a real love or fascination. Yeah. But if they're just like, okay, work's work, I don't want to know. Nah, yeah, but most, know. don't you think most people, their jobs, they don't really enjoy their jobs? Well, like the, people yeah. who work in offices yeah, and... But we're not really talking about most people, we just talk about your, your, you know, your family members. Mm -hmm. The only reason being is because you've chose what you've done. How did your dad t take it when you said you're just going to be a chess player? Test chess teacher? Well... He's he's very supportive. Okay. He wants me to make a bit more money now. He's like, get down and do something else. Is he and in his fifties? He's in his six, early sixties. Okay, okay. And so I was, I've only started listening to him, to be honest. For a long time, I was just like, no, Dad, I'm just gonna do music and whatever, and I'll just get by. But now I'm, I think I've matured a bit, and I'm starting to realize that financial stability is important. Jacob Crackers is not the way. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but so yeah I mean I might pursue something else I might start coding or something okay. uh, well being creative I'll yeah. tell you this yeah I'm not very creative well people say I am because of the podcast but yeah um, I don't know I wouldn't put that down as creative in an artistic way but what I was gonna say there's lots you know there's graphic designers yeah you could do graphic design and create for the metaverse creating avatars what Facebook? Yeah, for, mm. yeah, and all that stuff. What, but I'd, I'm just—I think all that stuff is nonsense. Really? I'm not into it personally. Oh, like, no enough. disrespect, but uh, yeah, I don't—I don't really like the direction that yeah. we're going in with the metaverse. Yeah, personally. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying and putting the personal feelings aside. Yeah, that um, it's a very high-value job right now. That's true. There's opportunities there. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I understand what you're saying. And there's probably opportunities for musicians too, right? Because it's an audiovisual world. Yeah. So there's there's going to be lots of stuff opening up. Very true, very true. Mm-hmm. Nice stuff. What are your hobbies outside of uh, football? Muay Thai. You do Muay Thai? 
boxing. Boxing. I oh, did, cool. I did hand-to-hand combat stuff. It's, it's some ex-special forces guy teaches me. Oh, well. Wow. other people. I used to be in the military myself. Oh, well. Wow. And stuff like that. What, 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 like, what was your role in the military? I, was, I did different roles. I've been a driver. I've mm-hmm. been a coxswain. And What's I've been that? An infantry. Coxswain's a guy who drove speedboats. You ever seen those speedboats oh. going up and down the Thames? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you used to drive those? Ribs, yeah. Wicked, you man. You drive them so fast they levitate when you're... When That's you're, mental. Yeah, yeah. That must be such a thrill. Yeah, you go... Yeah. It literally lifts off the water. Gunner on the front, gunner on the side, either side, and gunner on the rear, and you've got eight-man crew... Uh, up there, not crew, but eight men on the on the, these horse seats, who are yeah. with their weapons ready to disembark as you drive in, uh, as you go in at high speed. What a cool way to yeah to enter into battle. Yeah, well, it's a dangerous way you get yeah. picked off. Picked off very do you, easy. Do you follow the UFC? Ma, ma, about ma. I don't because there's a lot of things. What I've been doing, I've been subscribing to a lot of things on social media like the wrestling. Yeah, because wrestling is really dangerous. I didn't realize if see like all this because of choking uh, punching, people out. Not even that. All this punching and stuff. Yeah, it's all very well. But if I can just pick you up. Yeah. And throw you on the ground. Yeah. I could do more damage. To like you uh, on that. like Habib, like yeah. his style. Like just wrestles people ground and pound. Yeah, but it will no, dominate that's anyone. Different. There's a there's a black guy. I can't remember his name. All he used to do is just pick you up and throw you on the ground. Pick yeah. you up and throw you yeah. on the ground. After a while, yeah, you're gonna be like, all right, all right, all right, mate. Let's talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you're just landing in any shape or form. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Do mm-hmm. you do any martial arts or anything? Uh, I actually did a little bit of karate as a kid. And how did you find that? I loved it. It was it was really cool. I'm really lucky, really happy. I got the opportunity to do that. And why but didn't you continue? I just did it until, you know, I, I did it up until a point, and then it wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't super passionate about it. But I was still very grateful to have experienced it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not really much of a fighter. I've never really been in a fight. I think that's maybe maybe I, I need to maybe I need to be in a fight. What part of London are you from? I'm from Finchley in North London. Oh, that's why. And and that, now I live in uh, in Leighton. Really? That must be a big change for you. Yeah, I like Leighton. I really I lived in Walthamstow for a bit as well. So oh, this right. whole area of North East London slash East London, so from Walthamstow down to like Stratford, I've lived in that area for a while now, and I really like it. Is it? Yeah. Okay, because that's a big change from Finchley. It is a big change from Finchley, but you know I've lived in a lot of places. Okay, so you're a bit of a nomad. I've been quite nomadic, I would say, in my twenties. Yeah. So when it comes to music, yeah, what what motivates you in the sense of what gives you the inspiration, I should say? Yeah. To do you write music do you, or do you just play? Yeah, you know, music's just one of those things that uh, it, will, it will always be a part of my life in some way. It's just always going on in my head. It just makes a lot of sense to me. I'm always singing. How do you sing? I, I don't sing, but. Like, as in, I wouldn't perform as a singer, but I'm always singing, so I'm a musical person, and there's always melodies going on my head and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I just music's just part of me, so it makes sense that I would want to make it, you know. Yeah. Obviously, I listen a lot as well, and regardless of whether it's ever a job and a source of income for me, it'll always be a big part of my life. Oh, 
yeah, you really, so you really know what you want and know what you're doing then? I don't know, I'm kind of figuring it out, man, to be honest. I just know that music will always be a part of my life because it's so important to me. Okay. And how, how do you feel when you're doing music? It's, it's quite spiritual. It can also just be not spiritual at all and just a grind. But, you know, when it's, when it's really good, it's like, you know, it's a feeling that you get. Mm -hmm. That is, I don't know, I would describe it as spiritual probably. Okay. That's good. That's good. Well... You've been a great guest. Thanks, man. Sorry for being a bit distracted there. That's all right. What I was going to say to you yep. is, at Taxi Chronicles, we believe in sharing a gift. You have done that. You spoke about your music and your chess. Yeah, we man. Could have probably delved into chess quite a bit more, to be honest, about techniques and all of those kind of. Yeah, I have to ask this question. Go on, man. How do you yes. make a child interested in chess? Because you're dealing with a class. They're not all going to be interested. Some are thinking about Kardashians yes. and whatever. How do you grip their attention with a game like chess? Well, you have to be liked and respected and then they'll pay attention a bit more. But you can only get them so far. Uh, even the best teacher in the world is not going to be able to get every single kid in that class to be super mad on chess. Mm -hmm. So, but that's what teaching is, you know? like. You, you try your best and some kids will resonate with it and others won't mm. and that's it really so you're basically and just to clarify you're saying you you accept that some pupils will never be interested and other pupils will correct and the ones that aren't are interested that's easy because they love it already you don't oh. have to do much to get them on board oh. the ones that aren't interested in it it's about making them realize that you know this is a this is an activity, this is an opportunity to learn. They won't have to do this forever, but just try your best and let's try and get involved. And kids love competition. So if you can make things competitive, then suddenly they'll just try a lot harder. Okay. So yeah, maybe appealing to that aspect of human nature that there's a bit of com competi competitiveness in all of us. Mm -hmm. Okay. Last question is, if the world's in front of you, it's 7.5 billion people and they need one work, sentence of advice from you based on your life experience what would it be no pressure make sure you love yourself and then you can love others well you heard it from the man yourself omar thank you for the interview thank you simon this was a, a nice surprise and we wish you well yeah man you too thanks for the thanks for the ride as well smooth ride okay we hope that episode enhanced your life we post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.